Vision is creating value at every stage, every day. You know, it's nothing like, oh, I would promise you something great in a 50 years time. No, forget about it. Mm -hmm. It's just an empty promise. Hi, this is Coach Anda. Welcome to Leading Great Workplaces. In this series, I will be talking to successful leaders and other globally recognized coaches on how they were able to create a great working environment by helping people thrive in their role. Through the stories of success and failures, you will be able to gain insights that will inspire you to lead a great workplace and build successful teams. Dr. Olev Karnovalov is a global thought leader, author, business educator, consultant, and C-suite coach with over 25 years of experience operating businesses and consulting Fortune 500 companies. Having been named as a Da Vinci of Visionary Leadership by many leading authorities of our time, Oleg Kornovalov is helping companies to create and execute their vision, maintains a strong productive corporate culture, and achieve superior business performance. Oleg is on the Thinkers 50 radar, Global Guru's Top 30, has been recognized as number one global thought leader on culture by Thinkers 360, and is the number one global leading coach by Marshall Goldsmith Thinkers 50. He has also been named as one of the top 10 most inspiring global thought leaders. He is the author of The Vision Code, Leaderology, Corporate Superpower, Organizational Anatomy, and The Hidden Russia. My very first question is to ask you, what do you think is a great workplace for you? It is in my mind. It is in your mind. Uh, Okay. So what's in your mind? You see, we're saying, yeah, it should be comfortable. Oh, we should have a Wi-Fi. But before we put something uh, on a screen or we think, we must think what we do. We must focus on our solution or solutions that we have really, really, really desperate to find. Mm -hmm. It's nothing about problems because when we think about overall comfort of a workplace, whether it is in the office or at home, we're thinking, well, I should move a chair Mm. because it causes me a problem. Or I should have an extra cup of coffee. Mm. Otherwise, I'm drained, you know, Mm. just like. We're thinking all about those things as little problems that are surrounding us. Hey, if you're really focused on what you do, you don't care where you do this. Either you're on a flight Mm -hmm. or you're sitting in an airport Mm -hmm. or you're sitting at home or Mm -hmm. you're walking uh, in a park and your workplace, particularly you see for the all knowledge workers, Mm -hmm. the workplace is here, Mm. is in our head. Mm -hmm. Our mind is our workplace. Our mind is our workplace out of debris of all this crap that we are polluted daily Mm. because of noisy messages Mm -hmm. it's nothing about this i must keep my my main office head office very tidy Mm. right i must be really focused on what i do Mm. uh you know with these covid things people are more concerned oh we have greater problems Mm. Come on, we always have problems. 
every generation faced in one way or another faced different many problems yeah many and, and you're and you're saying all like it, it all starts with the mind the mind has to be clear the mind has to be focused and you're also talking about um solutions like looking more at the solutions than the problem is that what you're saying absolutely wow absolutely. yeah yeah that's a different way to see that because a, a lot of times people just focus on the problems and then find the solutions Oh, we all other we we become the kings of the problems. Mm. You know, we could create as many problems as we could name. You know, we could write the books of problems. Mm -hmm. And but <clears throat> would we move far with such approach? No, I wouldn't be judged by the end of the day how many problems I have solved. I will be judged at the end of the day what sort of solutions I have found for my family, for my business, for people. Yeah. That is more important. Mm. When I've, I am looking for a grand solution to a grand problem, I'm really inspired. I'm really moving forward. I'm flying. And I'm inspiring people around me. Mm. But when I'm just fighting problems, would it inspire anyone? Mm. No. Yeah, and and you um that's very interesting that you talked about inspiring people and how to inspire people, and I think that's 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 really big in in creating a great workplace as well. So knowing uh, what it takes to inspire people. So I'm curious about that, um, and I want to connect it to to what you always talk about the visionary leadership, right? So you're known as a Da Vinci. I read about that, Da Vinci of visionary leadership. So how would you connect that with um you know, um, creating a creating a great workplace and and using the mind as a, a powerful tool to be able to set that up. First of all, when we talk about inspiration, we talk about a huge sign. You can do it. Motivation is something pushy. I will do something. You know, am I not? Mm. Am I motivated enough? Yeah, probably not. You know, just like we are bargaining with ourselves. Yeah. But when we really inspire, inspired, <clears throat> we are not thinking about the problems. We're not thinking about challenging. We're thinking about achieving something which is in our capacity. Yeah. Our mind is either a great processing tool mm. that allow us to grow or it's it's a great tool to restrict our growth. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, we are thinking, no, 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 it's too scary. It's too big. It's not for me. We're just mm. limiting ourselves. It's mm. our, everything happens in our mind. Yeah. Visionary leadership is about creating the bright future for, our, for other people. Mm. Vision is not about you or me. It's about what we create for others. Vision comes when you're conscious awareness of a problem that you want to solve for the benefit of others, which is its peak. Hmm. So it's our aspiration for the future that we strive to make reality today. Hmm. And therefore, it's not about ah, we have such and such problem mm -hmm. today. No. Yeah. That's a future where I show people that they're going to be in that brilliant space. Hmm. And they're really inspired because they believe they can do it. And they hmm. all putting their, they're committing yeah. themselves, they're putting their effort. Mm -hmm. 
our efforts. Yeah. And that makes a huge difference because mm -hmm. you inspire people. In Ontium, these people become the multipliers of that inspiration and they inspire others in Ontium. I like that, um, being multipliers of inspiration. And I was wondering, so how, um, if you, you're talking about leaders out there, how do you, how do they um, create that um, inspiration? How do they become, how do they become inspiration or influ, influ, how do they influence others? Like, um, where do they start? And what, what are the things that they should think about to be able to, to begin to be that way? Everything starts with a clarity of creation because it's nothing about, oh, I have a calling. Hmm. It's not about this. It's about really being clear, consciously clear. What do you want kind of, what kind of a solution you want to find for people? What solution? I like that. What solution do you want to find for people? Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Whether in terms of their personal lives or in terms of products or in terms of services, mm. something beyond today. Mm -hmm. This is where it would last for many years ahead, it always would be at their service. So you more or less, you're committing yourself and people commit themselves mm -hmm. for that solution. Yeah. It's huge. It's bigger than you or me. It's bigger than an organization or any business yeah. because it could be left even as a legacy for the next generation. Yeah, I, I believe in that. So if it's strong enough and compelling enough, it can be um, a legacy. For, for yeah. generations to come. And I was wondering that if you have that vision, um, that compelling vision also, how, um, how do you make uh, people around you as a leader um, go towards that vision also? And that's usually the, the, the question that I get from a lot of leaders. So I have this vision. And so now how do I now align everyone else to, to go with me in that, to see that vision? There are a few things. Of course, you must spread your influence or influence of your vision <clears throat> and therefore how to do this you must communicate and share your vision so we communicate facts and we share emotions you must do both in terms of making others the co-owners of vision mm -hmm. what terms co-owners people could see themselves getting benefits or benefiting from your vision it's not something for you or mm. only for your team, but mm. nothing for them and they should be inspired. No, if it's nothing for people, why they should be inspired? Mm. They could see the positive value for them. Mm. So they should, you're, that, saying, you're saying, Oleg, they should be able to see the value or the benefits that they're going to get from their vision. Vision yeah. is creating value at every stage, every day. You know, it's nothing like, oh, I will promise you something great in a 50 years time. Yeah. No, forget about it. Mm -hmm. It's just an empty promise. <clears throat> it's about creating value. What people could see every time they will get inspired as we discussed. And then when people see something great and important, they are really focusing on it. Then your job as a leader to maintain that consistent focus. Mm. And so, yeah, you mentioned consistent focus. Uh, how, how, do you, how do you do that? How do you maintain that consistent focus? That's a challenge. Actually not. not. It starts with leaders because if you know where you go, there's nothing wrong. 
you are not jumping left or right. You're not beating around bushes. Yeah. You're really focused. Mm. Therefore, you clearly should state to people, this is a direction. This is where we go. And this is what we aim to achieve. It's nothing about, oh, there is an opportunity aside. We might make more money or we mm. jump left aside to grab that opportunity. Then we'll lose that focus. Mm. Mm. The problem begins with the leaders themselves because they are often focusing on reports. They're often focused on different things that are not relevant to their vision. Mm. So they're more or less, they are preaching something that they don't do. Okay. Okay. So you're saying that um, once they're clear about their vision, that has to be aligned also with their actions. So there may be things that they're doing that may not be aligned to that vision of theirs. So they have to be able to filter that. Is that, is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Yeah. And okay. people see that. Mm. People say, okay, we're not interested in anything aside. We're interested only in that path. And we're staying on that path. Mm. I understand now. So what you're saying is a clear focus. It's like clearly, it's clear to them your focus, and it's just focus on that one thing. That's what you're yes. saying. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. You, 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 as soon as you go aside, you're losing everything. You're losing resources. You're losing uh, alignment with your vision. Mm -hmm. Your strategy is a way to nowhere. It's more or less you causing a mess because people get distracted, mm -hmm. and. Uh, when you know where you go, when you're clear with your focus, it immediately impacts decision-making because people are free when they know where to go. And free people are good at decision-making. Otherwise, people are looking for choices, which mm -hmm. is not good when they don't know where to go. Should we grab this or should we go for that? Oh, too many choices and they get distracted, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if you go to a really good restaurant, do they have a long menu? No, they're really good. Neat, hmm. perfect, mm -hmm. well-balanced menu. But if you go some kind of a restaurant, they might like a long list and mm -hmm. eventually you're taking something that you don't like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I probably wouldn't go to that restaurant because I'd be confused, you know, Absolutely. because it's offering too many things and, and um, there's can't find the value or there's too many uh, reasons also. Yeah. And um, if you're asking for a waitress, you know, is it good? I never tried it because it's too much. I don't know. And you even can't get advice what to take. Mm, mm. The same in business or in a family. If we decided that we go this direction. Yeah every decision in that corridor i love that every decision in that direction yeah yeah um and all the yeah go ahead sorry no, no fine oh yeah so i was gonna ask you about um that connection connected to i i remember you wrote a book on winning culture right creating a winning culture and i i know that that's a big part also in creating a great workplace so um, if we're going to connect that all, you know, you have a leader who's create, who's created like a strong vision and knows where he's going. Um, are there parts of that um, and what you've discovered in creating a winning culture that can be added to that? So what are other elements that we probably didn't cover that, um, that, that 
that you know that's good for a leader to think about in, in creating that winning culture. It's uh, my book is called Corporate Superpower and Leaderology, where I discuss culture. Corporate superpower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, leaderology. Um, in those books, I discuss culture in depth. But in fact, culture is a productive interaction wrapped into a single vision. Mm. And when we know where we go, we are really complementing each other. It's nothing about job description. It's about overlapping roles, how we support each other on that journey. And what is important to consider that is, all, is often missing is care for people. Care for people. Again, yeah, it's not about promising that this life would be better in whatever the number of years. Mm. People should be praised now. What I'm always saying, as soon as you're start, uh, starting your business, you must envision your culture and you must start rolling the red carpet for people today and now. Mm. For people, they, they need to understand that they are already winning. And you should just helping them to walk that red carpet to mm. the greatest achievement possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's nothing about empty promises. It's about care for people. Mm. What does it mean, care? So I like I that. Care. I like what you're saying, Oleg. The care and support for people is important to be able to create the winning culture. And, and like what I'm hearing from you also is having the end in mind. And not just um, you being able to see that as a leader, but also your people to see that as well and supporting them um, to be able to achieve that. Because people need to see how better they're going to be, mm. how much better they would live. Uh, they must see the result why they are committing themselves. Mm. Nice. So being able to see the results, the finding out the reason why they're doing what they're doing is what you're saying. Yes. Nice. And as a return beyond the salary, hmm. I must care for people in terms, I must be involved as a leader. I must care uh, of their future in terms of making them stronger, making them more professional. So their value on the market will only grow. Mm. If I wouldn't care, their mm -hmm. value in professional mm -hmm. terms would be, mm, yeah. would be done. I must uh, guarantee their, them an emotional comfort, physical comfort, and of course, safety. Mm. So people would really know it's not about go going through struggles. It's about growing and really value not only for customers or for shareholders it's a value for them as well mm, i like that so it's a value for them it's about them growing as individuals in the organization wonderful um yeah i love i love what you're sharing so far and i'm really resonating with that oleg thank you for that um I also have a question on, um, on on leadership. So what do you think is one quality a leader should have to be able to create a great workplace? I know there's many many qualities out there, but if you would choose one, what would that be? Confidence and credibility. Confidence and credibility. Yes. Say more about that. Confidence 
is when I know that I will deliver my promises to myself and to my people. Mm -hmm. That leads to credibility because if I deliver my promises, people trust me. Because without confidence and credibility, there is no trust, no magnitude of your vision. There is no team. And actually, you're not a leader because mm. people don't trust you. Mm. Mm -hmm. They don't follow you. Yeah. It's at least to have. Mm. So trust is so important. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah, especially now, I think that's a big question, you know, how to build or even rebuild the trust and in, in this kind of environment also. So it's curious, um, Oleg, in this, um, you know, hybrid kind of workplace where people work for home, from home and people work in the office. Um, so how do you create that trust? If you're using the uh, trust and credibility um, as a leader, so how do you, how do you use that? As a leader, I promise my people that I'm with them. I'm not promising that, call me when you have problems. I'm with them. And you're with they, them. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they could see, or they must see that I'm contributing to this value creation in even in a great extent as they are. So I'm not just controlling them. I'm working hard to create that value together with them. So my role as a leader is overlapping their roles. Mm -hmm. And I'm therefore, I'm always with them, not just somewhere behind or in front. I'm yeah. always with, with them. them. Uh, yeah, I love that. I love that. Creating value with them. Yeah, wonderful. Really wonderful insights, Oleg. And um, just to sum it up, it's really all about starting from you're with yourself as a leader, right? Being clear about what you want, being clear with where you want to go. Um, but it's not, it doesn't stop there, right? So to be able to create also that winning culture, you need your team, but you want to be with them, beside them, right? And you want to be able to um, support them and take care of them and look at their growth. That's what I've picked up from, from, yeah, our, from our talk today. Yeah. yeah, I should mention very important, you see, anti-leadership trait. Sorry, ego, e ego, yeah, anti leadership trait, ego. Hmm. Well, well, humans will have ego, but to what extent or how we control our ego is quite important because leaders, a leader's ego, big ego, kills vision, it kills respect to people, it kills ability to see a beauty in people mm. it kills everything mm. mm -hmm. drives people off a cliff then you can't talk about vision you can't talk about great goals mm. for people mm -hmm. you can't talk about great culture mm. you only talk about your leader to a huge personal ambitions mm. that kills everything that's true that's a that's a great um that's a great um, reminder to everyone, you know, leaders who are listening out there that uh, ego can kill all of that. I mean, you said so many great things, but then if ego is at the forefront, then that all disappears. So it's being able to, yeah, it's be able to just um, recognize that when you're using more of your ego, 
and you're thinking about yourself and you're not thinking about the the bigger picture for the organization for the for the team that you're working with i think it's always putting that into perspective as you're saying yeah great wonderful thank you so much for your insights um i'd like to know if you want to maybe share with people out there on because i know you wrote that uh, uh, a recent book as well so would you like to talk about that and maybe um tell, you, tell the people out the leaders out there especially because i know it's focused on leaders to to read about it maybe so maybe you can say a bit about it yes thank you Anda, uh, because uh my recent book the vision code actually in this book i managed for the first time in human history to turn vision into a practical business tool and so i'm sharing all tools how to create vision how to grow it strong how to grow as a visionary leader how to test it in terms of feasibility or how it is viable how to influence it and how to execute it and how to do it life so i'm sharing all that process so Every leader could pick up the book, open it, and get all the tools and apply them physically right straight away mm-hmm. and and make a huge difference. Yeah. For oneself and for others. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a simple approach. How practical are the things that I do? Mm-hmm. If they're not practical, if people can't apply them, what's the point? And uh, also I have a course. Ole Kanawala Visionary Leadership Coaching Course. This is for executives and for experienced coaches. Mm-hmm. Where I'm sharing all the techniques and I'm helping people to become really great. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, um, where can they um, get to find out about the schedules of this course? If they want to oh. register um, the book, the book is a book avail- available in Amazon. Where Where is it? Amazon for? on yeah. many platforms. I even Okay. Okay, go ahead. Sometimes go ahead. it comes on the screen and say, oh, interesting platform <laughs> <laughs> on all of the platforms. Yeah. And uh, they could find about my course on my website, olekanavalov.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, because actually um, I do only a handful of small cohorts because I'm paying attention to everyone. You see, the idea is simple. We are here to reveal the greatness of each other. So... It's a Rolls Royce in wow. coaching. I, I like what you said. The, you reveal the greatness of each other. Did you just say that? Yes. Nice. And I love that. I love that. Small, strong cohort hmm. where we help each other too. And how long is the course? I'm curious. It's four days by three, three and a half hours a day. Okay. Three and a half hours. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I promise everyone who's been through my course, my support afterwards, because if you have questions, because... Mm. It's about a very different mindset. And of course, uh, these participants, they become friends. I know that they're chatting together, plus we're having additional meetings afterwards. And uh, it's, you know, we are, strange fact, but I was shocked myself when I came to this uh, data. I was digging deep into this. Less than 0.1% of modern leaders have vision. And oh, really? That's really. interesting. Yeah. Uh, yes. Wow. Uh, it's not about having a statement. It's about having yeah. a vision. Yeah. And therefore, my aim is to help leaders to become visionaries. And even it's not as, 
how to tell you. It's not a mass product. It's really tailor-made product, and I do my best to help those. I love that. It's customized, and it's a very, like you said, it's a very small group. Very interesting. So for for leaders out there, um, go get a copy of of um, of Oleg's book, <laughs> and then join his course as well. If you wanna, there it is, the Vision Code. That's yeah. Really, really and nice. uh, for a word is written by Marshall Goldsmith. Okay. You know, he is a father of executive coaching mm -hmm. and uh, 19 brilliant visionaries from across the globe is, are in the book. So mm -hmm. it's not only my ideas, but I share ideas of a brilliant visionaries. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah, that's great. That's a really great resource. So thank you even for sharing that in the book, the tools and the resources that leaders can use. And if you want to be able to just um, learn from Oleg Live together with other leaders, join, join him in this course. And you know how to reach him through his website. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. thank you. Thank you so much, Oleg. We learned so much from you today and looking forward to reading your book and, <laughs> and for the others joining your course as well. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.